Random Max of Tangent. I am Adam. I'm joined by Jen. I'm Jennifer. Right there. Uh, we got Joel, as always. And joining us today is Graves and the Bad Weather. Hello. What's up? Yeah, so we have DeAndre Graves. Yeah. Uh, Taylor. Taylor. Not Graves. Not Graves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, right? Are you going to say your last name Taylor. or are you in hiding? Taylor Barrison. All right. <laughs> so the, the, the bad weather, that's everybody else then. Is, 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 that, is that right? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to go way back. I want to start at the, the beginning. Um, so, how did your parents meet? No. Well, <laughs> I think they met at Calvary Chapel. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, one time, of those. Yeah. <laughs> once upon a time, there was a Jew in Oregon. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> true. My mom's a Jew. My dad's just a white guy. Okay. Are, are you guys from around here? Uh, now we live in Chino. Okay. But we we bounced all over the Riverside, Corona, Chino area. I was okay. born in Oregon, but just till I was three, so. For three years, I came out. <laughs> it was a, a long a pregnancy. Re- regular time. Okay. <laughs> right. when, when did when did music start? Uh, for which one? For well, we'll start with you. Okay. Well, my mother did worship at our church when I was growing up. Okay. So around eleven, she taught me guitar because I wouldn't stop like banging on hers, and she was like, "You oh, need right. to stop, like, or learn, like, one of the two. Okay. But I was. Just, yeah, when I was that age, I was like, I'm going to be a singer. That's what I'm going to do. So I played all through like high school and stuff, and then I joined my first band when I was 18. It was like an indie folk band. Okay. And then that ended because I dated the guitarist. Oh. <laughs> that was bad. Oh. <laughs> and then my sister was also in that band. So that broke up, and then I started a folk punk project with the same guy that I had dated that we had broken up. But we okay. became friends at this point. He's the okay. one that introduced me to this guy. Ah. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. And then that broke up because it did. And then I did an acoustic thing for a long time. And then a couple years ago, we got a drummer, and then we... Because it was all like acoustic folk music okay. kind of stuff. So then we got a drummer, which is the drummer we play with today. Let me know if I'm talking too much, no. by the way. Okay. Or too fast. And then he started playing electric guitar because he had been playing like slide and dobro for, okay. for my our, our project, my project, whatever. And then what happened? Oh, yeah. The songs just started sounding a little bit more rock rather than like Americana. So like eventually I stopped like fighting it and just let it go there. All right. And then Graves in the Bad Weather became a thing. We got a bassist and now it's like alternative blues rock All right. kind of stuff. Yeah. Cool. How about you, Taylor? How, when did the music start for you? Uh, when I was a kid, I kind of I kind of got tricked into playing. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I had a buddy of mine. He played guitar and his whole family played. You know, they had a big old family band. And I used to spend the night at his house all the time and like think it was so cool that he played guitar. So he was starting his own band. He, I was asking him, like, hey, what should I play? Like, I want to learn to play something. And he was like, play bass. Why bass? He's like, your fingers are too big to play guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out he just needed a bass player. Awesome. Uh, so I learned bass. Because nobody uh, plays bass. <laughs> I learned bass, and then when I was, I don't know, maybe 12 or 13, my parents got me a guitar. And, you know, in high school, I played in a lot of punk rock and hardcore bands because it's what pisses your parents off. Right. So, and I had a lot of fun doing that. And then I stopped playing for a while. 
Um, and then kind of got back into it around the same time that I met her. Um, kind of okay. where we hang out a lot now. Because I was living in L.A. at the time. And then I moved back to Riverside. And there was a really cool like singer-songwriter scene going on there. Okay. So, yeah, that was where we met. Mm-hmm. So we kind of jumped up and... There was, like, the little hub of the music community there called the Coffee Depot, and they ran, like, All an right. open mic every Thursday that everybody would go to. It was super fun. It was really cool, and we met there, and uh, we just kept playing folk music, so acoustic stuff, and one time we had, like, an eight- or nine-piece band with, like, a banjo, two drummers, a wow. mandolin. That was a lot. Two drummers. <laughs> we had two drummers. <laughs> we just bring a whole Don't orchestra with them. It says we knew two drummers, and we were like, let's all play. <laughs> so one of them did, like, percussion, and the other one was, like, on the set. Okay. It was a lot. It was a lot of fun. So, and then we, uh, then after a while of doing that, because I had quit playing guitar at the time. So for a good several years, all I focused on was, like, dobro and lap steel, and, which is basically a guitar that you sit on your lap. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, for, for the audience, explain what that is, because uh, oh. obviously I know, but the audience might not yeah. know. <laughs> obviously, you know. <laughs> obviously, yeah. Dobro, I still think, as much as I love guitar, I think dobro is the most amazing instrument I've heard. Pretty it's rad. A, it looks like a guitar, but the neck is a square. So it can sit on your lap, and it fits right over your leg. Hmm. Um, and there's a resonator in it. So you'll see some guys play like a resonator guitar with this big circle of metal okay. in it. Yeah. That's like an old school. That was like the first version of a speaker before electric ah, guitars. Okay. Um, interesting. But it gives it a really metallic, interesting tone. It's like a brassy, like twangy, like wow. Mm. So then you use nice. like a metal bar called a tone bar. And you don't fret notes, so you don't take the strings and press them down like you would when you're playing guitar. Okay. You rest a metal bar on them, and you slide from note to note. Okay. So I've seen that. That's that's always a cool looking. Mm. It adds a little like. Thing, yeah. Thing. Yeah. I don't he know how still to, does that in some of our no, songs. I, I, yeah. I know exactly what you're saying. Okay. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't know how to make that a word. It's hard Transition, to describe. Transition, like. <laughs> it's it's uh like a, a bend. It's like a gradient. Because uh, I know printing, that's what I do. Uh, so it's, it's it's a gradient. It's a, like an ombre. Like a, it flows from note to note. Like yeah, yeah. From color to color. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Oh, it flows. There you go. It flows. flows. <laughs> but it's, it's an amazing instrument. I, that was I, a hard one. I loved playing that thing, man. But uh, then me and my buddy decided we were going to start a country band. All right. We love country. I forgot and about that. that. I totally it. left out like big chunks. I'm just realizing. <laughs> I just slapped my microphone. Yeah. Sorry. But, well, you were telling your story, not yeah. his. Well, I was a part of this. <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot. Because when we started the country band, she was in it. Uh-huh. I totally right. forgot about it. But then that ended up not working out. And so... Because you, you kept forgetting you guys were in a band? Is that why it didn't work out? Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> that, that was why it never worked out, because she didn't show up to practice. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> so we did that. We did the country. It was kind of like a country... One night, me and my buddy were sitting at a bar, and we were like, hey, we could make just as much money as this band's making tonight. We could do this. Uh, like, these guys are making $1,000 a night playing country covers. We could do this. Wow. So we did it, and we were like, oh, we like our originals better. Like, okay. So we were just like, let's just start a band. So we did it. We brought her into it, and over the long term, it just ended up not working out. So then we went back to what we were doing, but we realized, we were like, hey, we really liked playing electric, like guitars mm-hmm. and stuff, so let's keep doing that. So... <clears throat> Because before it was the Leandra Graves band, which was like the folk thing. So okay. we were dating. We were boyfriend and girlfriend at the time, um, which I probably should have added in there at some point. <laughs> <laughs> then we started Graves in the Bad Weather, which was a full-on inclusive band. All of our music, not just one person's music. All of us contributing, not just being a backup band. Okay. So then we started that. That's why we added the name and the Bad Weather. 
So I was like, I don't want to be a dick and just have it be like the Leandra Graves band plus those guys. Like, I should probably make it a little more like ambiguous or whatever. Yeah, I I get it. And you were saying um, you all started uh, taking responsibilities on the songwriting and stuff like that. You were all contributing. More more so than before. So I still write the bulk of the songs, but he has helped write like some of the guitar for some of the stuff. And, um, I don't know. Does the bass and well, drums help write songs? Well, it was more about the mentality behind why we started it. We we started it because we don't, for the most part, we'd all played in bands, and we we realized that with a lot of bands, you get the front person <clears throat> who kind of gets all the glory, even though glory is not what you're going for. Like we wanted to make this an inclusive project. They get where, like the credit. Not just the credit, but just the, the just the mentality of like we're a band. We're not just one person. Yeah. Like so that we we're, we're all. As well as emotionally invested in the band, knowing that this is our project, we're we're a little family yeah. that just happens to play music. Right. It's not like you can go and swap out your your drummer or anything we like that. We prefer not to. Yeah. yeah you know, <laughs> it's not any. Nobody's like easily replaceable because right. they're not really replaceable anyway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I mean, even, otherwise it's not your band. Yeah. yeah then it'd be like ooh, it'd be weird. Or <laughs> if it's just your name, like ooh, Leon, Andrew Graves, like ooh, it's my band. session players, like yeah. that'd be different. But and they no. keep rotating every week. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be such a bummer. <laughs> and I think it's worked out for us too because like we we don't just play together. Like when we when we get off stage and we hang out and stuff, it's the four of us hanging out. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, we used to have every Sunday night we'd watch Walking Dead together. Uh, nice. yeah. <laughs> so. Very cool. Until it stopped being good. But it's not good anymore. That's no. what I was saying. I said it's too much action. I want some of like the more like some of the drama. I would have died stories. on it before. But now I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So I, you, I when agree. did it when did it go off for you? I don't even remember. It was sometime after the um I don't remember. No. <laughs> Negan was there already. And okay. like those weird girls with the baby bangs showed up with the trash heap. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> it was after they what showed up. That was a pretty good like, description. Yeah, after after they showed up, I was like, ah. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think people are calling them the garbage pail kids. Yeah. Like, that, you know, yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> okay. For future reference. For future so you don't reference. Have to describe it. The baby bang. <laughs> <laughs> the baby bang. Garbage pail. I feel like it was Negan. Like there was so much yeah. build up for Negan, and I was yeah. so excited to see Negan. It was good. Even okay. when he showed up, was. he was great. Like, yeah. oh my god, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah. Yes. I love him. He's great. Absolutely love so him. good. But Brad. something about as soon as Negan showed up, his character was great, but the show stopped being. Huh. Yeah, because there's I'm, nowhere for them to go. Because they also caught up to the comics. I think they caught up to the comics. The mm. show did. So like, they just kind of have to like mess around until oh, okay. like we can move forward. Yeah. yeah, and like, is that why we've been stuck on Negan for so damn? I think so. Honestly, <laughs> I think so because I don't think they defeated him in the comics. Oh, so they're kind of just like biding mm. time. What are we gonna do with him? Yeah, I think there's like a lot of. I don't know if the right word's plot holes with the zombies either, but like before the zombies were like tearing horses apart. Okay. And they were just an unstoppable force. And now it's like the only threat is Negan. If a zombie shows up, you just push him over. Yeah, he just meh. And then they fall back. <laughs> well, the zombies do age. Like you've seen that's, it in every episode since the beginning. And that's like a thing you're supposed to look forward to. I didn't. Oh. Sorry, I, I know. Like, wow. Yeah. My boss was a big fan and she uh, watched the. Talking Dead. Okay. She's telling me all these cool zombies. little like tidbits. But yeah, I never say the zombies will dead. age like every. If you watch the beginning ones mm-hmm. to like now, they're very they're a lot older. Oh yeah, they do that in even the uh, the post credit scene. But like, yeah, rotted every season. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I don't understand either because there's a loophole there too where 
there's obviously new zombies that were created. So they're not all the same age. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like okay. it didn't really. So I'm like, uh, yeah. that's kind of odd, but whatever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm in love with Negan. It's, he's, he's so great. <laughs> oh, I, I love just, him. And you're not ashamed to say his, it either. No, I'm not ashamed to say it. I loved him at first. If you're out there, Negan. No, I don't. I keep hitting my mic. I voted for Negan. That was fantastic. I wrote him in. That's a good vote. That's a good vote. So, so everybody hangs out then. You guys are a very cohesive bunch. Not because of Walking Dead, but also. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, our bassist was the best man in our wedding. Oh, nice. So we're all pretty close. Yeah. Adam. 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 It's a great name. name. Our shirtless bass player. (laughs) And how long have you been playing now under the name? Under the name Graves and Bad Weather. Um, Two years? Two years. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, two years. um, Last January was our first show as the band. Okay. Yeah, but we had been recording before that and putting stuff out. Yeah, we had we had probably practiced and known each other as a band probably a year prior to that. Okay. But we, we had a album's worth of material, so we recorded the whole album first and then started performing. Okay. So mm-hmm. we released the album April of last year. Yeah, April twenty second last year. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah. So we've only been performing. What is that? Thirteen, fourteen months. As this yeah. project, but we cut our teeth on so many other things before. It feels like we've been doing it forever. Right. You know. Yeah. Everything yeah. bleeds into each other. And we do it a lot. Yeah. Um, what's the word? Flow. The flows. The flow. Yeah. yeah. Flows into each other. Right. All right. Uh, so as far as the songwriting goes, you, you said you write the book of the song. Most of them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there, there was there was a moment at the the last show you guys did over at the um, BSB Backstreet yeah, Brewery. Brewery. Backstreet Brewery. Yeah, after yeah. now. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Where um, I got a uh, it got real dusty in the room. Uh, it got dusty. Yeah. Oh, you started yeah. crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a special effect. There was a lot of dust in the air. Oh yeah, I know. Uh, My eyes were watery too from yeah. the dust. Right yeah. from the dust. Just right. the dust. Yeah. And, uh, maybe the, maybe the power outages were. Throwing dust at me extra. Oh, but, uh, so scary. So you're, you're crying at songs and you're in love with Negan. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> <laughs> Just no, it, was a, it was a crazy powerful song. It was a, I think Hold On. Hold On. Yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. God. It was, it's, what the, it's what it feels. I love feels. that. Yeah. Thank you. And, and there's another one that you guys have on the, on, on the album. Uh, that uh, Broken Man, She Loves a Broken Man. Oh, yeah. I love that one. Oh. I was listening to it. Oh, it seems to be the favorite, generally. I, yeah. I, I, can't, yeah. I can't listen to it always because it, it, it takes Crates me to a that place. Dust. That, yeah. <laughs> it creates uh, the dust. It, yeah, it, yeah, it messes up the whole car. <laughs> <laughs> That's a particular dust. Yeah. That's really good to hear, though. I love that it's being translated that way. Yeah. Hold, hold on, this Broken Man, I actually wrote for a friend about his breakup that he told me about. Okay. So it, it resonates with me, but hold, hold on. This, we're going to be really releasing that this year okay. it's not released yet um that one means a lot to me personally okay. like as far as like i lived it you know i didn't write about somebody else so i love that it hit you like that that's yeah. really cool it was yeah it was one of like what's wow i mean not, not that it, it, it put me in a bad mood or anything yeah, yeah, yeah. it just it just it, it, it Yo, i thought a, this was a party yeah <laughs> <laughs> this gear's not working <laughs> No, it, was, it, was, it was great. It was, it was emotional. It, 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 was, it was powerful. It was, it was Thank you. Powerful stuff. Yeah. Well, her and, voice is so powerful, too. Like, yeah, And I think it really adds to just feeling the song. Like, I love soul music and everything mm-hmm. because their voices are just so, I don't know, you can feel them. And yeah. I feel like your voice is that powerful, too. Like, well, thank you. It's really, I don't know, it does do something to somebody. Yeah, cool. yeah, right. I do feel that song. I notice, like, you know, sometimes you're playing, you're like, all right, let's get in the moment. You know, come on. Like, get into that one. I 
by the second verse, I'm usually pretty there, you know, so it, that probably helps, like, because I'm feeling the emotions, right. so then it kind of, like, throws them out a little bit. And we can all, like, feel that, like, it's just so, it's such a great experience, honestly, awesome. to, like, hear your voice, it's really cool. I, I really enjoyed that night at the show. Yeah. Like, they're, like, set in particular, they're all great, honestly, yeah. but, like, you don't get to see a girl sing, like, metal rock or whatever you guys want to call yourselves. <laughs> Like you don't get to see that very often. Not too often. Because not a lot of girls have that kind of voice that will accommodate that sort mm. of music. So mm-hmm. it's kind of it's really neat. Yeah. Good night overall. And, and you guys, uh, it, was, it was Vintage Guitar sponsored. Yeah, yeah, we're sponsored by Vintage Guitars out from the UK. Okay. And we put on a. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, Vintage Guitars is they're a, they're a small guitar company out of the UK. But this is the first time that they've ever had several artists in particularly Southern California who are all on the Vintage Guitars mm-hmm. team. Okay. So in Porcelain Hill, Darnell and Matt and Jacob, they're all really good friends of ours, and we just happen to be on the same guitar team. Right. So we kind of had this idea of, hey, we always go to NAMM. There's always these NAMM after parties. How about we try to do our job as endorsed artists and get this name out there and throw right. a kick-ass show for Vintage. Yeah. yeah. So we worked really hard to get it done, and Top Shelf Shake, another great band who we... Again, we're good friends with them. Mm-hmm. We were all there. The uh, the Hailers from L.A. were there. And we just put on a whole night of music, lights, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. Drink specials, good beer. So many lights, the power blew out right. twice during the show. <laughs> yeah, it was during Top Shelf set, right? Yeah, yeah, so for our set, it was a little darker. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was scary. So yeah, and v- Vintage was super stoked about it. You know, we're going to continue to make it a yearly thing with mm-hmm. Vintage. Nice. Hopefully, being this was our first one, we ran into hiccups like the power. You know, they're just going to keep it better and better. Yeah, no, it, was, it was a great show. From front to back, it was good times. Uh, and Top Shelf had a... A very large range in, in music. They do. They're fun. They do. Yeah, they're really. It was fun. like it was like this is a this is kind of a rockabilly and then into reggae and then into rock and then mm-hmm. into like big band almost type of. Yeah, like, I feel like is, it's like happening? Sublime. Like has that yeah, kind of range. They remind yeah. me a lot of Sublime. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's all like maybe like about. a little more rock than yeah. them, but but they still have like their reggae kind very of songs. Similar, yeah. and I was like, oh wow, they do both very well. Like, well, that's yeah. like Aaron. Like that's his idol. So, yeah, I mean, he totally tries to emulate Bradley. Okay. Well, it came through. Yeah. yeah, but they're a great band too, and they're local too. They're from Ontario, and they, they play mm-hmm. a lot of shows and play with us. They're okay. all great guys, dude. That's another thing is all the bands who played, all great people too. And yeah, we're stoked to be working with all of them and Vintage. It's yeah, vintage, it, it, it felt like a good vibe. The little community that's slowly beginning to grow, you know, is like really, really cool. Okay, I'm loving it. Yeah. So and they provided the guitars for that night, or is it, all the cars you use are vintage? Or yeah, those are all our guitars. Uh, same guitar that I played that night is right over there. I mean, oh, nice! Yeah, great, great instruments. We yeah, we had all been there. sponsored previous to the show, so they got us all our guitars in time. Like the ones nice. of us that got sponsored later. Okay. You know, like Porcelain Hill had been sponsored for about a year, but the, yeah, those were all our guitars through vintage. Nice. I think all of them. Yeah. Yeah, all, all the guitars that we played. And the basses. Guitars. Yeah, guitars, bass guitars. Anything with strings on it that night was vintage. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty cool. awesome. Yeah, yeah it's pretty rad. Great guitars, too. We, we love these guitars. I had, a, I had a Gibson, and I sold my Gibson as soon as they sent me my vintage. Oh, all right. oh wow. So nice. They're, they're fantastic. Cool. They're, they're and then the creator was there that night, too, right? Yeah, Trev Wilkinson yeah. was there. And he, and he played, oh, too. Uh, like, he, he didn't. Did. So there, it was yeah. all the industry guys from vintage oh. were there that night. Okay. So there's Trev Wilkinson. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I start talking and realize I don't quite know. <laughs> <laughs> 
there, Here's all my information. Now Sorry, you go. Yeah. There was three big people of note that night for Vintage. There was uh, Rick Taylor, who he's our artist rep for Vintage. So yeah. he, he handles everything in the U.S. Okay. for them. So he was the one who got up and gave the speech right before Porson Hill set. Right. And then Trev Wilkinson was there in the back drinking. Okay. Just having a good old time. And he's the one who kind of founded the company. And he's a genius. Oh, wow. in the UK. Yeah. He's like the Leo Fender of the U.K. Oh, so okay. he's a legend over oh, wow. there. He's, he's amazing. Um, and then Thomas Bloog was there. Who he got up and played yeah. with Porson Hill. And he's amazing. He's, yeah, a, he's, nice. he's, he, he's just one of their sponsored artists, well, right? He's a blues virtuoso. He, you can almost think of him as like the blues version of Steve Vai from the U.K. Like he's really well known over there. Okay. Like he was voted uh, Fender's best blues guitarist in the U.K. one year. Like he's, oh. he's and I mean, you saw him really play. Good. He was pretty oh, good. Wow. <laughs> like, was, I had five minutes of that recorded on my phone. I was yes. just like, oh, God. He was so good. And it was so intimidating for all of us that night, especially like me and Darnell in particular, because the guitars that we play are Thomas Bluke's signature models, so they have his name on it. So yeah. and you never expect to play a guy's guitar right in front of him. Yeah. You know? Am so, I doing uh, this right? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, can you go away for a second and right. come back in like 40 minutes? So, so if he came out and wanted to play with you the way he played with uh, Darnell, would that, would that have well, exploded I, your brain? Oh, it would have killed me. And, and I'm glad that I was on stage when it happened because when he jammed with Darnell, I was, I was sitting in the back drinking and I was sitting right next to Thomas and I heard Thomas say, I'm just aching to play. So uh, I went up and I, I kind of stole Darnell. I was like, Darnell, you got a golden opportunity to jam with Thomas right now. Do it. And he, yeah, that was, was like, why he went on stage. Oh, nice. He oh, heard him like, and it turned into like that was the highlight of the night with Thomas and that was it was pretty amazing. That was yeah. This was like a follow. It was like a dueling guitars basically. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. oh like a call back and forth. Yeah. Kind of about Darnell too. Probably one of the best blues guitarists in the end. At least the IE, if not California. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. The Porcelain Hill guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, when he had it behind his back. Yeah. I thought that was the coolest <laughs> thing ever. I was like, wow, damn, like. I can never even get get yeah, a, I can't I, even I do it in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to like play a ukulele one time because I was like, okay, my hand is small. I probably uh-huh. can't start with like a normal size guitar quite yet. <laughs> and that was like hard enough for me to wrap my head around. I'm like, and that that ukulele was like an expensive one. It sits under my bed now. <laughs> so then, like seeing somebody master like a guitar to where they can do it behind their back uh-huh. without anything like that's so freaking cool. I can't like it's talent that I've never even probably seen before. Yeah. I, I could put the video out on our, on our, on our page so you guys can see what we're talking about. Which has Darnell and they're, they're going at it and it just, it's, um, oh. Yeah. And you can see how much they're enjoying it too. Yeah. That's what really comes across a lot is they're all just really having a great time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's neat. Yeah, that was that was a great show all around. Yeah. So that's something you guys gonna do every year now. I yeah. think probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna try to work with Vintage to do it every year. Um, they say they want to do it again. We had several other sponsors from Nam too who oh, nice. who want to sponsor the event because they were really happy to see how the first one worked out. Okay. So and big shout out too to Mackie Gear, Mackie Audio because they saved they saved our ass for that show because we had sound set up for the show. Mm-hmm. Day of the show there was no sound. Oh. The company didn't bring the sound system so we oh. hit up Mackie wow. last minute we hit up the Mackie booth at NAM. we just went over there and we're like hey can you help us and they were like yeah, yeah. Wow. here you go so cool. I was like oh my god thank you yeah, yeah we explained the situation to them we were like hey we got the show we're trying to put on and they were like here take the system that we're debuting at NAM this year we have one wow that's so cool yeah. they really saved your ass they like, definitely did how sickening of a feeling like you're gonna put on this whole show and then oh, that's the a sound record. Record. That's like, yeah. that oh, is yeah. a little bit <laughs> wow that's the event is the sound uh, like yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, fr- I'm freaking out just thinking about it. Right? It wasn't even happening to me. Oh, well, for my for that roller derby game I had, when I had okay. all the whole sound system set up and then some girl skated by, 
and she took it all out, like, because she hit, yeah. she got the wire wrapped in her wheel. Oh, no. And I just, like, left for five minutes to go get pizza across the street before the game. <laughs> I came back, and they're like, Jen, the sound system's done. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so we, our announcer just screamed the whole time, but. Yeah, somebody we, call Mackie. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> now that I know. Now that I know. Shoot. Call them. They'll save the day. So what is the whole process as far as uh, getting sponsored? Is this, did they reach out to you? Or you we reach reached out, out to, them? to them. Okay. Yeah, we, we reached out to them. Uh, sorry. We reached out to them because we'd seen their guitars before. Mm-hmm. You know, like, again, Darnell, a huge buddy of ours. Like, we'd seen his guitar. He's we saw a huge some other guitars. He's, he is. He's gigantic. <laughs> He's a large gentleman. <laughs> Like, these guitars were really great. And so, like, we figured out, you know, let's, or we figured to just, what could be the worst that happens? They say no. Right. Let's work That's on my mentality email. for almost everything. Okay. So, you going to say no? Let's ask. And, you know, we sent them an email, um, everything that we do, what our band's about, our accolades, you know, who we open for, what shows we played, any press that we'd had. And we were lucky enough to where they picked us up. And, you know, they, I, I genuinely didn't expect, and I'm, I think I'm speaking for the whole band, too. Correct me if I'm wrong. But when it came to an endorsement deal, I didn't think we would receive as much love and support as we have through Vintage. Oh, yeah. It's very oh. personal. Yeah. Because they're, like, they're not, like, so big that they don't know who we are. You know what I okay. mean? I mean, they all came out to our show. Yeah. You know? So it's, like, very, like, it's like a little vintage family, kind of. Or that's what it feels like. Right. Yeah. That's just a lot just on its own. Otherwise, you could just, just like, writing checks or whatever. Yeah. Or sending stuff. Like, yeah, who are these people? Like I, got, I got to meet, well, we got to meet all the guys that made them. But I got to meet another gentleman. He said he had a lot to do with my guitar, particularly. Okay. Oh, and wow. he told me, he was like, I loved watching you play it. Like, And I was like, I hope it served up to your expectations you know and he was all he's all blew them away that was so cool to watch and i'm like that's really cool it's like able to talk to the guys that made your guitar and like have done them justice like in a bigger company i don't know that we would have ever gotten that opportunity right and and you gotta understand too like what i'm not gonna short sell our band like but we're graves in the bad weather we're not metallica okay (laughs) we're not we're we're not guns and roses so like these people like i disagree (laughs) i think we are there's a lot of companies who they, they wouldn't care about you be like, oh, yeah, they're getting our name out on the road. But you asked about the whole endorsement process. Like, I think it's important, especially for up-and-coming bands. Like, and I hear the word thrown out thrown out a lot, and it's it's almost like it's become part of the culture. It's like, oh, I'm an endorsed artist. Okay. Technically, that's not true. You are endorsing a guitar company. That's what it is. It's an endorsement deal. Oh. So, like, we endorse vintage guitars. Okay. And it's a relationship. And that, I think that's what people forget. So... You know, Vintage huh. takes good care of us. They promote our material. They give us any sort of customer service we need with our guitars. Something goes wrong, they help fix them. Um, and we play their guitars, and we get them out in front of people. So it's a relationship. What can you do for the brand? As long as you can help the brand out, and you can present the brand in a good light, then they're going to help you out, too. Mm-hmm. So it's a total working relationship. Yeah, and, yeah. now that you mentioned it, yeah, it makes sense that... Uh, you're, help, you're helping them. It's basically all, it's all, all sponsorship yeah. is you're helping them. It, although it seems like they're helping you, but it's actually... I mean, it yeah. goes both ways. Yeah. But, right. yeah, I mean, mostly, you know, and that's why dates is very important. I mean, you could be one of the best bands in the world, but if you're only playing once every three months in your hometown, somebody giving you a guitar really isn't going to get it out there for people Right, to see, yeah. You know, so. It's we, a visibility factor, right? Yeah. 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 We, we play a lot. We're there. <laughs> Sorry, it's because I'm like leaning over the table. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's like dates is a huge thing. Um, you like play, the amount of dates we play. Yeah, yeah. How many times a year you play? 
the size of your shows because you are that's you're advertising or you're a face for that brand right um, and you can choose anybody you don't yeah. have to take vintage so mm-hmm. it is a relationship that goes both ways yeah because I mean, as much as it's great that they sponsor you, it's like, well, you could have been sponsored by anybody. Mm-hmm. You could have asked anybody, but you're sticking to them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. shows that have, like, that debut their mm-hmm. guitars and everything, like, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's rad. I'd sponsor you if I had a guitar company. Thanks, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and also what you are explaining about, I mean, the makers of the guitars being there and then yeah. the people in the company, like the owner of the company, knowing you guys on a, mm-hmm. you know, a first-name basis, that's just something special, you know, finding that sort yeah. of totally. you know, symbiosis relationship right. with yeah. endorsements and stuff. That's a great so. thing, too. I mean, I've already said it, but huge shout-out to Rick Taylor from, from Vintage for helping us out the way that he has. He helped us out a lot putting on that night. Because for so long, because you have to keep in mind, like, none of these guys are here in Southern California. Right. So yeah. we've been planning the show since October and trying our best to get things moving just as the bands were playing the show. Okay. But anything that we needed, he helped us out with. Oh, Rick, you know, we need flyers. And we're struggling to get old flyers. Man, hey, I got 700 flyers here for you. Wow. Um, we'll bring them to NAM. We'll set them up at our booth. You're good. Did they have oh, their nice. own flyers? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, anytime, he, he told us, he's like, yeah. Your net goes out of whack on your guitar, your bridge breaks or anything, just hit us up. We'll fix it. You know, nice. send it back our way. That's awesome. Like, so they're really great to work with. And, and Rick's the man, and Trev, Trev obviously makes a great guitar. So, I mean, damn, I wish they made roller skates. Yeah, they sponsor <laughs> <I can't. laughs> like this. I'm about to say, do they sponsor right. podcasts? Yeah. Uh, we don't use guitars for Anytime save, your wheels but... go out, we'll get you. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, we'll give Rick a call. Yeah. <laughs> See if he wants to branch out. Yeah. We could, you know, I'm playing guitar in the intro. We could reshoot oh, that with go. a vintage guitar. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Hey, there we go. Yeah. And we do music shows here now. Uh, uh, we're trying to do it every other month. Uh, we've got the stage set up. We have multiple things happening. And... Uh, I'll in see, this I'll little bar you. that's happening? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Where yeah. do they go? There's a band set up. Right. Uh, there's a band set up there. There's a band set up on the pool table currently. Yep. Uh, that's a crazy <laughs> setup. I've always wanted to play on a pool table. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Right well, now. And like my team says, we'll skate on any anywhere, anytime, any surface. Yeah, so that yeah. should be like your motto too. Hey, <laughs> on top of a pool table, why not? I mean, we got this. I'll yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 great. I mean, I mean, I put on one show so far, and uh, that was stressful as hell for me. I can I can't imagine. This is something you guys do There's all the time. A lot that goes into it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Uh, tri- a lot of moving pieces. Like when it comes to putting on a show, even just like a- that show is probably the, the sorry that yeah, no, that show is probably the one the bigger one that we've put on just because okay. it did have a lot of moving parts. Yeah, it depends on the show though because if we just get booked at a venue and then they take care of everything, you know, they book the other okay. bands, they do yeah. the lights, the sound, and that's easy because you know we just show up, and make sure we sound good, and bring people, you know. Right. But when we're starting from the ground up with the show, which is what we did for the NAM show, then that takes a lot more time. Like preparation, yeah. Wow. And how many bands played at that show? Four. So it was going to be three originally. It was going to be us, Top Shelf Shake, and Porcelain Hill, because we're all the Southern California vintage-sponsored artists. Mm -hmm. But then a band... Sorry, there's a fly. A band from the UK. This bar's going down. That's also (laughs) that's also sponsored by Vintage. They happen to be in town, so we put them on uh, like a week before. It was like the last minute. Yeah, they're called the Hailers. Yeah, Yeah, and they're from LA. And the only reason they weren't booked before is we just didn't know that there was another band that close to us. Yeah, we didn't know them. So they went through Vintage, and Rick hit us up and was like, "Hey, we got another band. Can they play?" We were like, "Yeah." So So it's four bands total that night. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot of moving parts right there. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, <laughs> well, like, you know, a lot of bars you can 
pretty much the only thing you need is all the bands bring their own equipment you set up a PA for this one we were trying to make it not just a regular show but more of an event yeah. So we're like, oh, let's try to get a backdrop so you're not staring at a parking lot. Let's. Uh, mm-hmm. Can we get lights? Can we get a stage? Can we get you know the fog machine? Can we hang up lights all over the place? Okay, we want to do all these things, and we got the lights now. But do we have power? Right. Just trying to <laughs> think of every possible getting scenario. everything done. So it was yeah. honestly him, him and Darnell spearheaded most of like okay. getting everything organized and stuff. I would my head would have fallen off. Probably I can't focus on that many things at once. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> no, the, the power would have been my downfall as well. I'd be like, all right, we show up, we got everything. We need an outlet. Where do we plug in? <laughs> oh, oh no! Shit, we need an <laughs> <laughs> oh no! There's like we did a, we did several walkthroughs with the place too, and like until the week of the one thing that we had forgot about was were there enough outlets? Okay. Because so like, we had a lot of like different sponsors and like. Like, Broken Wire TV was recording it, like, OCML, Orange County Musically brought the lights, and, like, we have the sound, and yeah. a lot. Yeah, it wasn't just us, too. I mean, obviously, Vintage helped. Uh, Orange County Music League, which she talked about, John Safari heads it up, and uh, he's amazing. He brought all the lights. He helped out when the electricity went out. He helped. He did the fog machine. The fog right. machine. He, uh, he does Orange County Music League, which, like, spearheads, like, an independent music movement in Orange County. And he, he works really hard to promote the local music mm-hmm. scene. So John's amazing. Uh, Backstreet Brewery was great just for hosting the event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it helped us when the power went out. Turned out <laughs> the only reason the show went on is because there was a drunk guy, and this guy was drunk uh-uh. at the bar, who was an electrician. Was so we can't help us figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, so wow. God bless. This guy is blitzed, man. Just packed Box was he there until the very right end? Yeah. yeah. I know yeah, who it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was drunk as shit. Yeah. I'm like, Trisha, you say, all yeah. right, well, well I mean, surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He figured it out. All right. Oh. That's amazing. It was great, man. He, the, the show went off really well, I think. I think I was running on like no sleep because the night before I was ru- running around everywhere trying to find power strips. Okay. <laughs> so I, I bought like two hundred dollars worth of power strips and extension cords. Just so we took we some of them back off. the next day, though, didn't we? No, we didn't we, end up needing no, all of them. We right? needed all. Oh, we did. Yeah. Oh. I thought you might like use them and take them back. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I guess we could do that. <laughs> Leave the tags on. Leave the tags. Well, I'm sure we'll use them again. We play enough shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, as far as the shows that you, you do... You look like you need that open. I do need that open. I was trying to find a good way to answer <laughs> that. Segway into that. Yeah. That was going to be my next question. Now you have a guy opening a beer for you. Yeah. So, are you opening I'm for anyone big crying. soon? Yes. By the way. And a guy opening beer. <laughs> Can't even open your own beer now. This beer is sponsored by Taylor. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, uh, how many shows do you try to put on? Or what, do you have a goal? Like, How many month? shows do we play a year yeah. a month? Um, last year? How many did we play? The, like 70 last year? No, we played more than that. We did the final math because when we were when we submitted all of our info to Vintage, we wanted to count up all the dates that we had played for the mm-hmm. year. And we were at 82. Wow. Um, so by the end of the year, we were just over 90. Wow. So we play a lot. Especially last year we played a lot because we were just getting started. So we are like, want to play as many as we can to, like, get all that behind us to, like, move as fast as we can, you know? So Do you just play in California or do you, have you gone other places? And- we're working on a tour. All right. Nice. Right nice. now. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and I need an RV sponsor. That would be good for yeah. the, for the tour. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Well, we're going to get a spreader. Winnebago, I'm going to you. Right. <laughs> 
they're right there. They're, That's they're, Winnebago. They're one of your they're one of your choices. One of your many options. One of our options, if you want to sponsor us, whatever. No, it's always up the phone call. Let's be honest. It's really up to us, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, don't call us, we'll call you. <laughs> and also, that, is that just a move to make Streamline jealous? Oh, Get them in a bidding war? Yeah. Mm. I mean, no. Streamline. No? Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah, yeah, so so far it's just been California. Um, but we're planning this year, because we kind of want to maintain our dates per year, at least for the time being, between, say, 65 to 80 dates a year. But we also want to make sure that we play places that will have people there okay. <laughs> that makes sense yeah, yeah. yeah well because that was a big thing our first year is like one especially at the beginning like january february time frame when we just started playing live we we played anywhere okay. we, we played anywhere because we yeah we played we practiced we recorded an album but we hadn't played live mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there's such a huge difference oh yes like so we just want to get our feet wet and just get out there as well as network too because at a lot of these places mm-hmm. you meet bands you meet promoters mm-hmm. All these things. So now we're kind of dialing it back a bit, but we're focusing more on uh, quality over quantity. So because mm-hmm. we we played so hard and so much this past year, so our focus this year is we're touring. Um, awesome. We're going to do a Northwest tour in June, so there will be more info to follow on that, and then we're going to try to follow it up with a Southwest tour as well. Okay, mm, probably in fall. So for for the north. For the, I don't know which one's northwest. The west coast for the west coast okay. tour. We're gonna go up to Seattle and back. Nice. So oh, awesome. Hit a bunch of places in California. We have a bunch of friends in Oregon, so we'll hit a couple places there. And then, well, you're there for three years. So I was there for three years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was three years old, right. but I made a lot. Of, I was very popular. Yeah. Start <laughs> networking yeah. right from the get right away. <laughs> Yeah, you guys sponsorship, I, I heard. Oh, totally. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we wear them at every show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The so you guys can do that whole tour, like, just off the five, right? The five yeah. goes all the way yeah. up to Seattle, yeah, exactly. all the way down to San Diego. So, and that's kind of the goal right now is, like, because we're still at the point where we still work day jobs. So that's still how we pay the bills. Okay. So we want to try to get as much time on the road as we can, but we're not ready to quit our day jobs yet. Right. Yeah, all the money so. we get from the band, we put right back into the band to okay. like keep promoting and get merch and stuff. Yeah, yeah. If we, if we yeah. pick up $500 at the night, we don't take cuts of that. That's the band's money. So mm-hmm. we spend oh, on band's awesome. needs. Nice. Um, For now, at least. For now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so we'll do the Northwest tour in June, end of June. Um, we'll return on July 1st and all that info will be put out soon cool. yeah. on all our social media. So we'll do that. So up to Seattle and then back down. And we may, depending on how things go, might skip over to Vegas for one show. Oh, nice. Um, depending on the time frame. And then that's really the one we're focusing on now. But we are definitely going to do a follow-up tour through the Southwest. Okay. So New Mexico, Arizona, Texas, Colorado. You're going to slide in some of the uh, the, the old country songs from the, the previous band? I'm always down. She's not a country fan. Oh, no. I love oh. that. I like, That's okay. why you shouldn't even remember that time in her life. I'm like, okay, let me, let, me, let me explain. <laughs> I was in a country then? No. I was drunk. No, I, 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 love, I love folk bluegrass and rebel country. Is that okay. like rebel country? Good country. No, outlaw country. Outlaw okay. country. I like that stuff. So like Johnny Cash and Glenn and stuff like okay. that. Yeah. I like that. I dig that. I'm not so much a fan of like 
you know, Froggy 90 point whatever, like the okay. <laughs> radio She's station. Not like a pop country fan. And neither oh, okay. Not so much. Yeah. So, so I, I don't know. Brian then for you guys? I didn't want to say his name, but since you said it, yeah, yeah I'm not, I'm not okay. so much. Okay. I mean, I, I appreciate what they do, but it's not really it's not country anymore. Like, yeah, yeah. It's more just pop, you okay. know, yeah. which is yeah. fine, but it's pop. And it, me. Okay. <laughs> it just doesn't speak to you. I understand yeah, that. Yeah, it doesn't like, really speak to me. I, I, I got into country fun. later in life. Like, I, I, when growing up, it was like, what kind of music do you listen to? Everything except for country. Uh, and then country started creeping in, and uh, yeah, it's gotten a lot more poppy now, so it's, mm. it's, it's easier to like that kind of stuff because yeah. they're, they're, making it, they're basically making it it's very so palatable. it's likable. Yeah. 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 It's like they're starting to rap in country now. Like, yeah. It's, just not cool. it's, it's, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'll it's, put it on every once in a while. I'll put like, anything on every once in a while. Be, but... like, with a banjo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, hard to make a uh, hard beats. Off a banjo. Yeah, off a banjo. It's uh, a little cool. high pitched. And, yeah, right. It's shameful. It's, it's, <laughs> it's embarrassing, is what it is. I mean, it. It's a white guy in cowboy boots. There's a white guy in cowboy boots. No, not well, now. no, they're no. over there right now. Yeah, I take my shoes off at every bar I go. <laughs> it's for safety reasons. Yeah, it's uh, honoring the Japanese custom of this yeah. uh, yes. this establishment. Right. We're being culturally sensitive. Yes. I, I try to be very multicultural. You know, I'm a yeah. man of the world. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> I want to talk about Adam. <laughs> yeah, everybody does. Yeah. Everybody does. Was that where did the decision come to just be shirtless? Is that is that is that him? Uh, that or, came from okay. So we had a, we have a band that we play with a lot called the Dead End Friends. Okay. Or there's no the. It's just Dead End Friends. All right. And their drummer takes his shirt off because he gets sweaty. Okay. You know, and he's got like a hairy chest and stuff. So he was like, "It's like the dad bod of all." Yeah. Uh, so he, I was, I was like, "I love that you do that." And he was like, "Oh, it's not for aesthetics. It's just for comfort." <laughs> yeah. I was like, "I don't care. I love it." And then our bass player, he's he is slash was a personal trainer. He's super ripped, you know. Okay. So we were like, Dude, "You gotta take your shirt off." I mean, this guy takes your shirt off. You gotta take your shirt off. And we yeah. were just joking around. I wasn't. I was very serious. <laughs> <laughs> he always says we were joking. I wasn't joking. I was totally joking. <laughs> I was talking about. It. So then one day he did it. While we were on stage, that's how we found out. There was no precursor. We were playing on stage, and we just turned over, and Adam had his shirt on. Okay, what you don't know is that I told him to before. Because <laughs> 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 I thought it would be funny. It is funny. Red Hot Chili Peppers are always naked. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's more of like a freedom thing like rather than like a sexy thing. I mean, Right. It just happens to it's be It's just funny. Gonna, yeah, it's funny. And of body. course you want to talk about the guy without a shirt on. <laughs> Dude, what's going on here? It's not looking okay, good for you. Adam is <laughs> the evidence is building. So. Yeah. He looks, yeah, yeah, he's just rips so he did it and now we play every time we play a show when he keeps his shirt on certain people get mad <laughs> like we'll get angry on off. Facebook take like, it off why is he wearing a shirt yeah, um, yeah. are you talking about him certain people get no, mad no not this though no, no. Adam's our bass player no I know but we just said certain people get mad when he doesn't oh, take his shirt off certain people get mad so yeah, it's, all, it's all hate mail from time yeah. I just emailed account when I sent that so yeah, no I thought it was anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, because we've had to play shows with the shirt on because we play before, and it's like maybe at a place where they serve food or something. okay. Like, oh, they're like kids, or, or it's freezing. Like, it. like we'll get comments on social media, like we thought you guys played with the shirtless face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So now we're stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this, is, this isn't what we're supposed to be known for, but okay. <laughs> but, I mean, I hey, if it works, it works. Right. Whatever. So, so it's Graves and the shirtless guy. Yep. <laughs> Became his thing, man. Because like we'll, we'll, you know, me and her will go out to dinner one night or something like that, and the people come up just to me like, "You guys, 
you guys are in that band. Uh, I saw you on YouTube or something. Um, you guys play with the, sh- the sh- bass player and never wears a shirt. Right? <laughs> it's like an easy thing to recognize. Right. Okay. Yeah. So we try to make ourselves very easily recognizable, <laughs> which is why well I'll done. probably never dye my hair not red. Okay. <laughs> and he'll probably never not have a beard. And if Adam was here, too, if he was sitting right here, he would have, He'd a, have shirt a shirt off. He'd have a shirt off. Well, so maybe it's like a uh, next-generational flea, you know, exactly. from, like, Red Hunt. You know, exactly. flea was very identifiable yeah. and... Yeah, there was a moment at the end of the show where uh, Porcelain Hill, they, they, they asked everybody, come, we're taking a group picture. Yeah. And then Adam comes up and he's like, no, no, take your shirt off. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's like that's a chick. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, yeah, it's, it's, it's a cool thing. Yeah, uh, it's, it's just nice. a funny thing. Yeah. All right. So it was uh, forced upon him at the beginning and then embraced it and now it's... I think so, it's, yeah. It sounds like it's taken on a life of its own. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's its whole entity now. Even his Instagram then. Tag and everything. It's the shirtless bass player. Well, again, because I told him to. <laughs> Dude, Leandro's the. I'm the puppet master. <laughs> no, no, I just I like brandy, and I think that's a good this, thing this to do. This whole time, I thought it was all organic. <laughs> all right, no, so uh, spilling too much. And no, the drummer. Who you have on drums? Aldo. Aldo. Mm-hmm. Gomez. Aldo. We found him on Craigslist. Ah, nice. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it was, it was just an ad, we need a drummer? Yeah, we just put out an ad, we need a drummer, and he was like, okay, yeah. And then he's been with us since before Graves in the Bad Weather. Okay. And then we formed film for him. He was in the country formed it. with us. Okay. Yeah. That's so when right. That all happened, we made <laughs> Apparently, I just completely wiped that out of my memory. <laughs> I was never in the country band. Yeah. That happened. <laughs> right. Well, that was our drummer. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the three of you were in a country band together. Uh, was Adam in that country band as well, or no. he joined when, uh, with Adam Graves again? That's kind of an interesting story. Yeah, I love Adam because Adam's got a very unique style when it comes to bass. Mm-hmm. So, and if you go to the shows, you'll see it. But and it's not bad. But he's 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 very true. That's to one point. way to lead it. <laughs> it's not bad. Well, no. What I mean is like it's not a bad style, but he, he's very. Uh, to the point when it comes to his bass playing is because he'd never played bass before he joined the band. Oh, so yeah. Adam, I always m- mess around with him. I'm like, yeah, like we bought you a Walmart Adwater Girl bass player. <laughs> it's, it's cool to watch, though, because he's developing a certain style like as he learns and grows more, you know? Okay. So it's really neat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. He's yeah. a great bass player. I mean, per- perfect example. I-, I always call myself the world's best worst guitarist. <laughs> and we-, we-, we played a show the other night, and I completely ruined the ending, like the most pivotal part of the song I wrote. Uh-huh. And I just cut out and forgot to play the part. And all I heard was Adam's <laughs> bass playing my part. Oh, like, yeah, wow. he, he so picked he, it up. He saved our ass for that show. He, no, he saved yours. I so was not. fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was great. We're, we're gonna talk about this later. Okay. <laughs> Wait, so he learned to play bass to join the band? Yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. He had played a little bit of acoustic guitar before, and so we knew he knew like his way around the fretboard a little bit. But we we're like, hey, we love you. You want to play bass with us? And he was like, yep. Yeah, and we were like, you know, we'll teach you the basics of it and stuff, but if you want to be in a band, that, you know, jump on board. You're welcome. Wow. So And he and, did, and he's kept up. And he did, and he's, he's doing a, a bang-up job of it, too. Yeah. So, so him and him and Aldo have become really close as the rhythm section. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and, yeah, he, he really gets better and better every show. I'm, I get excited when I see him, like, add new stuff. Nice. And so. Yeah, he helps he helped get me pumped up, too, because he has great energy. 
and as close as we are, we're married, obviously, me and Taylor. Right. He does not interact with us on stage. He'll just, like, go off into the corner and just, like, zone out. So, yeah. like, me and Adam are, like, always jumping around together on stage and, like, messing around. And it's, it's fun. It's good to have someone else that's, like, a puppy dog, you know? Right. It's, like, it's really excited. <laughs> but he was saying the other day, Taylor was, he was, like, if you look at pictures, it looks like you and Adam are having a love affair because you guys are always looking at each other, yeah. laughing at each other. And I'm, like, that's not what's happening. I promise. <laughs> Max style over That's here. That's not it. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is the thing I picked up on. Because when you're on stage, you're, you're just you're in a zone. He's very like, you're, you're like, himself, yeah. It's just almost like stoic. Particularly and just, that night, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was a that was a rough night for me. But just in general. That, that was an amazingly fun night, but I will say, like, and not to make excuses at all. Next I'm time definitely not making an, an excuse, but that wasn't my best set. And I, I think part of it, too, is I was running on literally zero sleep. Okay. So you have all the excitement and am. I kept telling him to sleep to too, that. and he was like, "No, I got this." Well, like I was in the military, so people telling me to sleep is like, "No, <laughs> that's a challenge now, not to sleep." Okay. Like, okay. So, <laughs> I see requests for sleep, and I raise you three nights of no yeah. sleep. <laughs> so I, I I'm very different. Know. I need sleep, or I'll cry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I have my moments from time to time on stage. I don't know. What do you think? What no? moments? Do, do I have no moments? Good or, or bad moments? Like energetic moments. Uh, oh. oh yeah, you get energetic, but you get energetic with you and your guitar. That's, you don't really. I've talked to them though, and, <laughs> and lately I've noticed him and Adam will start like interacting a little bit. Okay. But yeah, still for the most part, you just kind of like in your own zone. You're like rocking out, but it's just you. I'm just too good. That's what it comes. <laughs> <to>. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm I, say, I, yeah. I'm the band. Why would I interact with anybody else? Right. right. Yeah. Kobe over here. Of the, I know. <laughs> the band, jeez. No, but you know what? Like you hosted the event and everything, and that's so nerve wracking because yeah. you're not. You're not up there just to play and like show up and just play. You're there making sure everything's running smoothly and now you have to be on stage and it's like you have so many thoughts going through your head. I would just probably concentrate on the guitar too. Like just try to block everything out. Yeah, that's definitely a portion of it too. Also, I I mean, that show, it was such an amazing show, but it gets really intimidating when you're playing a guitar that says Thomas Blue. And you don't know he's going to be there and you see him walk in. (laughs) You couldn't be there until he showed up. No, we didn't know. That's, wow. I should have spent eight hours in my room practicing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wasn't sleeping. Also, though, because in her defense, like, too, I'm I'm not very energetic on stage. At least, like, I'm not interactive with the band. Yeah. You know, and that's something I continue to work on. Because I have my moments of energy. You got all self-conscious about that. Huh? Right now? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Modelo. (laughs) (laughs) Am I doing that? Oh, I should. He was super concerned. Like, well, there's, I have moments of energy, right? 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 It's okay. Well, now I just want to get drunk. Now he's holding his hand. Now, now he's holding his hand. No, but it's not. Right? Oh. Any excuse to touch a man, eh? Stop. I said we're going to talk about this later. Please yeah. don't make me talk about it now. <laughs> It'll be embarrassing for you. You're getting to be a little much in it. All right. I understood. Oh, man. Please try to control yourself. <laughs> No, but that's definitely one thing as a band too. Like that's a that's an interesting thing to try to work on because you you spend so much time trying to focus on what you're playing. Yeah. That you forget like oh this is a show. Like right. no, but I appreciated that though because you're playing amazingly. I, th- I thought it was, I thought it was great and be like right. oh this is and then you, you look down and you're just like hands went crazy and then look up and you're just like. <laughs> yeah, he's a really serious face yeah. on himself. I was like oh man, he's like he's he's not even here. He's mm, he's right. in the music. That's, that's the vibe that I got. Yeah. Like, yeah. You were, you were so focused. It was like, that's well, kind of cool. But, you know, not just me, but the whole band, too. Like, every show that we play, we try to pick out things. Like, And one huge thing that, like, your videos. Like, I saw some of the videos that you took in the show. 
Yeah. And those were huge for us because anytime we were able to see video of how we play mm, individually helps. and as a band, yeah. it helps us because we're like, we need to do that better. Or that Sometimes we'll cry first. Know. We'll be like, oh, God, that sounded horrible. But then we'll be able to fix it. Oh, no. It was all good. It was- or sometimes we're just like, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, with me, with skating, like, I didn't realize what everybody saw, like, when I skated yeah. and why, why the reaction was what it was. Until I watched a couple of videos, mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, I am fast. Wow, look how small I am compared to everybody. Wow, I do get up quickly after well, I get I'm really good. I'm like, <laughs> and then there's times where I'm like, oh, wow, I could have like totally sidestepped that totally, at that time yeah. or done this at that time. Like, you just, you're so in the zone. Yeah. Like, when you're doing it, it's good to see things from outside. Yeah. yeah. And like, as soon as you do, it's kind of mind blowing in a way. Yeah. I've yeah. never watched a podcast. <laughs> Ever and I won't. <laughs> I will be too self-conscious about my voice. But. It, it is not a good feeling. It, it <laughs> and you have to watch it over and over to edit yeah, them and everything. I, That's the yeah, for, for the first couple of years, I was uh, editing each podcast and taking out all the like small dead spaces of air and all mm. the O's and oh, all, that, all, that, all that kind of crap. Mm. And it, it forced me to listen to myself for for hours and hours. <laughs> I don't I don't like my voice. Oh yeah, that'd be torture. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I could tell sometimes like oh, I had one too many beers in that podcast. Uh, it's just a, it's just a little a little story. Yeah, it's uh it's not a great feeling, uh, but at the same time I I know what I sound like, so it's not weird anymore. Because every time I play every time I play a recording for somebody, they're like, that's that's not my voice, is it? Like, yeah, right. it is. No, it's I, I think I know what I sound like now because I've had to hear myself too much. Uh, it's not it's not the best. That's gotta be tough too. Like you're doing the podcast, but you're also the one editing them. Yeah. Yeah, that's gnarly. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, everything that the podcast is is basically I, I taught myself from the beginning. Mm. Uh, so I, I, didn't, I didn't know how to podcast it. We were start off on karaoke equipment. Is is, is how uh-huh. I always tell the story. Uh, I had karaoke equipment at my house because I enjoy karaoke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah. we were karaoke last night. Actually, we, we did. Yes. And seriously, to get up in front in front of people and sing like that, I don't know how you're able to do it. <laughs> I wasn't even singing any of my own songs, obviously, because I'm just saying yeah. I have so many. I just love it. But oh man, like my voice was cracking. I was so nervous. And then when I got off, like, I didn't even, like, look at anybody. I just went straight to Adam. And, like, I kind of, like, uh, teared up a little bit. And I was like, whew, I'm okay. I, I survived. Yeah. I'm going to go back to my There's dust machine in the, in the there, bar. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, it's a dive bar. Yeah, it's yeah. everywhere. Dive bar with all that so dust. Weird. Not like this place. This yeah, fine no, establishment. This is, this is a fine bar. It's immaculate. Yeah. <laughs> no dust here today. No, it's fine. It's totally fine. Totally fine. Why are we crying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... So looking forward, what, what do you guys have, have in store? What, what, what the, what's the big objective that you guys are heading towards? Well, we're released, well, more close up, we're releasing five singles this year. Okay. So we're going to be doing, like, every six weeks, we'll probably release one. We're going to, our first one we're releasing is going to be, we're going to have a single release show March 2nd at DBA 256 in Pomona. Ah, I know the place. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to release our single up on the wings. And, um, Huge beer selection. A crazy big. Oh beer yeah, selection. yeah, beer and wine oh up above. Yeah. So good. And what was it called? Up in the wings. Up on the wings is up the, the wings. song that we're going to be releasing. Okay. Yeah. So, but long term, just keep pushing, doing better, tour more, like play with different bands, network, just push it till we die. All right. Kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just push it till the very end. Yeah. That's, yeah. So you can give up your day jobs. Uh, yeah. I mean, time. we're trying to buy that's a Spurner van right now, so we're gonna outfit. I mean, is that too much info to outfit it? 
No, but, no. We'll, yeah, we can put. Yeah, whatever. We're gonna outfit it we're, into we're, like. We're musicians. You think we're gonna disappoint people? I know. We're gonna outfit it <laughs> into a mini RV, basically, oh. like a, you know, where you can stand up in it, like the Sprinter vans, the tall ones. Yeah. And then we're gonna use that for touring, and we're also just gonna kick out of that, like live out of that. Oh, nice. And just do music and stuff, man. I mean, we'll still have our jobs, but it'll help us save up more for when we do want to. You know, and go full right. time. We'll have some, you know, fallback money. And I stuff. think it's everybody's dream. Like we're so dependent on a lot of things that we have in life, whether it be like an apartment or a mm-hmm. house. Yeah. Even just your job. Like we kind of looked at it and like we like, hey, we can give up some of the creature comforts of mm-hmm. having a house. Okay. And just to be completely independent, and the two of us living out of a van. Like, I mean, it sounds ghetto, but it's no, not. No, it's, <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's free. They look yeah. really nice, and, like, it is super free. And honestly, I don't mind. Like, I'd rather not be paying so much for, like, an apartment when we can be putting that into our music and our career. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because it, it, if we want to make this, there's kind of the unfortunate. And I don't want to say it's unfortunate because with a lot of careers, you know, if you want to be a lawyer, you have to go to school. Right. You don't just wake up one day and like, oh, I want to be a lawyer today. <laughs> I hear a little cough back there, right? Yeah. Like, but uh, with music, like it takes money and it takes a lot of time, like dedication. Because you have to make sacrifices. Yeah, obviously. I mean, not even to say you're going to be super rich or famous, but you can still make it a living. But you got to put a lot into it. Right. So if we have to live out of a van for a little bit of time to do that, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. A 24-hour fitness for showers. Whatever. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's good. The Del Taco in every state. One thing I wanted to ask you guys. <laughs> it's like a mimosa. Um, that's nice. What What is it like Close. being married and being in a band? Does that, does that have any strain on the band or the marriage? We, we get asked that question a lot. Yeah? We do a lot. Okay. I like it, personally. It makes it a lot easier, in my opinion, because if I was in a band, but I was married to someone who wasn't in that band, I'd probably never see them, mm, you know, because it's really all we do. Like, we, you know, do our day jobs, hang out, go practice, go play, okay. or whatever. So, I mean, sometimes we argue, but... I'd argue with anyone I was in a band with, <laughs> or anyone I was married to. So right. I don't think it makes it that difficult. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely pros and cons to it, but I mean, overall, yeah, I wouldn't trade it for anything because, like, Aww. you're gonna. <laughs> but it ma- it does make it. Thought you said this bar wasn't dusty. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> He's saying nice things. <laughs> but it, obviously, like, there's there's things like I'm not allowed. I can't skip band practice because right. I'm married to the singer. So right. I can't be like, oh, sorry, guys, I had something come up. Right. Like, I'll be like, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I'm really sick. Babe, <laughs> <laughs> I'm right here. Oh, oh no. <laughs> but it makes it really easy with that. But then again, like, because we're married and we're in the band, it's a lot more... We can be a lot more real with each other when we give each other feedback. Yeah. Okay. So that's awesome. And sometimes it turns into an argument. Like, no, you play guitar like shit. Well, you can't sing. Wow. The other low blows, the man. Other, like, <laughs> serious low blows. We were, we're we're working on a new song, and he was like, "Yeah, I hate what you're doing for the chorus." And I was like, "The chorus is great." And he was like, "No, it's not." And I was like, "Yes, it is." And he was like, "No, it's not." And then I was like, "Okay, maybe it's not great, but don't tell me that." <laughs> but he was right. It wasn't that great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue. I, I will say overall, like I think it drives us more. Yeah. Because like this is both some, for both of us, it's something that we want to do. Right. So I know that if I if I slack on my end of the job when it comes to working on the band, then I'm letting her down. Oh, if she slacks, nice. then she's letting mm. me down. 
So, and then... And we'll call each other out if we're slacking, too, which helps. Okay. Like, you are not working on your guitar jobs. Well, you're not working on promoting us on Instagram, like, (laughs) so... But... On the reverse side of that, too, I'm really glad that we were able to work this out because I have friends of mine who are amazing musicians, just incredible musicians who could be out on tour, who could have some of the opportunities that we haven't been given but we've worked so hard to get. And they're not able to go out and get those because maybe they have a kid or they have a wife or a husband who's not not into the musician's lifestyle because the musician's lifestyle is not easy. It's really hard. And, yeah, and you have to make stuff. all those sacrifices. Mm. Yeah. And having a wife that would be down to make that kind of sacrifice and just live in a van like that, you don't find that. It'd be hard if you were Somebody that doesn't have the same passion. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I mean, I could Like, I always say, if I wasn't a musician, it'd be hard to right. be married to one, you know, that, that's, like, really yeah. in it. Right. Yeah, it'd be hard. Well, yeah, I think there's two types of people in life. Uh, my acting coach used to say, like, a life not in the pursuit of a dream isn't a life I understand. Mm. And it's like, yeah, if you don't have that creative streak in you, you don't understand wanting to make those sacrifices because mm. you don't have something bigger you're working towards. Yeah. So to have a partner that like gets that and you're on the same team, that's really like truly special. It makes a huge difference. Yeah, that's yeah. a good quote too because like it's a dream that we pursue together. Yeah, you know, I was in the military for a long time, and anytime I would have to leave. She didn't want me to leave. So me having to leave to pursue my career at the time was not easy. But now that we're pursuing a career together, it makes it a lot, a lot mm. easier. Like, okay. no, I want to go on the road. Why are we yeah. at home so much? You know. Mm. So. Okay. Yeah, because uh, I, I was trying to make sense of it in my mind. Because to me, the, the podcast is is kind of like a wife to me. This is something that I've been working on for so long. Or a boyfriend. Or a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, based on this one. Such a dick. Adam. <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> hey, no judgment for me. I'm just trying to get yeah. you to tell he does, everybody he does the truth. this every time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is our first time here. <laughs> yeah, no, but because it's it's quite a commitment. It's something that I, I spend yeah. a lot of time thinking about and overly analyzing and worrying about oh, and, yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. But you get I, obsessive I'll, if you don't let it like oh, yeah. catch it. Oh, you know? oh, oh yes, because it's it's real bad. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, thank thank God my girlfriend's understanding mm-hmm. uh, because I. I had to talk myself out of certain things that I in my own head, but I imagine having a partner that feels the same way towards that. Mm. Uh, it just makes it it has to make it easier. I, I can't I imagine. I think it that, makes it easier. Yeah. A lot of people ask us. They're like, Does, "Isn't it really hard being in the same band?" Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, no. Yeah. Is that, <laughs> it'd be hard like, if we were. It'd be really hard if we weren't. Yeah. Honestly. Right. Yeah, that'd well, be difficult. Kind of if, it, if it got that hard, no matter what you're doing, if it's music or a podcast, if it got that hard to work with somebody, then you're just not supposed to work together. Right. right. Yeah. And also that the people that don't understand that life in the pursuit of a dream, like I know some people that are in relationships or even married and stuff, and they're you know uh, writers, actors, or what. Whatnot, and even if they're not making the level of success that their partner thinks that they should be, like, well, how much longer are you going to do this? They don't understand. Yeah. This is something that's inside me yeah. that I'm going to do yeah. forever. You right. cannot so, do it. And you can't explain sense. it to someone so, that doesn't get it. Totally. So. And that's always a really sad thing, too, no matter what you're pursuing. If it's a podcast, if it's music, writing, theater, roller whatever. Skating. Roller yeah. skating. <laughs> like, Throwing out there. <laughs> that's always really sad when someone looks at you and gives you that. Because, like, trust me, we get insane looks when people find out, oh, you're, like, 27, 28, and you're in a band. Don't tell oh. them our age. <laughs> <laughs> I, I shot under by a couple of years. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna 27 say, oh. on the dot. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no. Editing. It's sad because you, you only live once. Like, mm-hmm. what are you going to, oh, I'm sorry, I'm going to put on a suit every day and, like, go and 
right. go, go to sleep in my condo every night. You know, like it's, it's just, I mean, if people if people like that, like yeah, more power do it. Too. Oh my yeah. gosh, so do it. Exactly. Like if you like yeah. being a business person in that respect, do right. it. But we don't. If you have a passion yeah. outside of yeah. that, like you and I figure as long as we can take care of our own stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and don't like have to rely on other people, like you know, to feed us or whatever, right. like. Hello. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think it's important to remember too. Like, even even if you do achieve what like what you think you like, your dream is to do your podcast. My dream, yeah. her dream is to do our music, roller derby, Act- actor hosting, acting, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> being sexy. But you, even if you do, I'll take it. <laughs> Sorry, I, I said it aloud. I heard it. That's the seventh straight. I don't know. We have a lot to work on here. Oh, man. <laughs> a lot to work on. <laughs> I get. I get it. <laughs> but even if you stop. do, I think it's important to remember. Like even if you do achieve it, at, at some point, it's still going to become work. Yeah. Like just like hey, it's a lot of work. Is. And I always look back on guys like Michael Jordan and Kelly Slater. Okay. Like, even those guys, Michael Jordan was the best basketball player on earth. That's all he ever wanted to do with his life. Yeah. Kelly Slater was the best surfer on earth. Okay. And they retired. And when people asked them why, they said the same thing. It became like working a nine to five. Mm-hmm. But I'd still rather do that than work behind them. Desk yeah, cool. it's, right. it's, it's easy easy to now. Right. <laughs> at least you're working towards yourself and not a boss or yeah. somebody else's dream. Like you know, I go to a nine to five Monday through Friday, and it's for um, a, a small business. Mm. And like at the end of the day, I've just worked so hard to put pretty much money in the owner's pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's okay, but it is hard when you're working for someone else's dream. Yeah, I think about that a lot. Oh, yeah. So yeah. if you're working towards your own dream, like the sacrifices, it's not really a sacrifice. You're totally. doing it for yourself, and like yeah. you know, I think it's just really cool to like have that motivation behind mm-hmm. whatever you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Uh, not, not to compare myself to Michael Jordan, uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm basically him. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same same thing. No, because uh, I used to play pool a lot, and I was mm-hmm. I was on a pool league. Uh, there was playing at a bars, which meant I went to bars a lot. And we I, played here a whole bunch. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah, fact, right here. Yes, I played in this bar many times for the league. Uh, and at one point, the manager stepped down, and then I became the manager. And then I started losing passion for wait, the whole wait thing. Wait a second, you went from a guy playing pool in the bar to becoming the bar manager? No, no, the pool team manager. Oh. The manager of the, of the team. <laughs> so I was, I was team captain, basically. I ran everything. So all, all the business stuff went through me. I had to choose who's going to play what nights and what not, collect dues, send the dues in, keep scores, all mm-hmm. the things. That's what I've been doing for roller derby now, too. Yeah? Like, because now I'm, like, the only board member. Oh, no. So I've been getting everything planned, and that's eh, all right. Okay. But I do worry about it becoming work. Yeah, but that's, that, that's what the story ends. is like I had to stop playing pool altogether. Yeah, because, yeah. Because it just it became a job. I'm like, no, no, I play pool for fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I go to yeah. pool for an escape, and now it's becoming stressful, and it's a job, and I just, I, I had to step down as well, doing that. I think that's kind of how you identify, like, your uh, your passions versus your hobbies. Totally. Oh, okay. I was like, obviously, so. the podcast. Oh, there you I, go. I think you're probably putting way more work into the podcast than you are playing pool. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you keep doing it. Pool is probably a hobby for you. Yes. Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah. yeah. And I have, I have stuff like that where I wouldn't want to put work into it, but I enjoy doing it. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I like drawing, but I would never want to... Like put work into it, but music, I'll work all day. Okay, you know, yeah. right? Interesting. Yeah, yeah. You hear all ding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, as we start uh, winding down here, there's one other question I want to ask. As far as uh, let's say you, you guys, you, you get the van. You guys are mm-hmm. portable, yeah. movable anywhere. Where, where do you station? Sorry. What's, what's what's the ideal? Like, I want to I want to be here. 
Well, while we're working our current day jobs, probably near those, right. you know, so okay. probably close to where we are right now. But I don't know, man. Like once we go full time yeah. and stuff, if you know, it works out that way. It, I don't do. I wouldn't. I don't know. Where do you want to set up? Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> we would have to tour more, I think, and figure out which places like are the best. Okay. You know, because really we've only played in California so far with this band, anyhow. Right. So I think we'd have to be more of a trial and error kind of thing. Fingers yeah. crossed that I'll be hearing you'll be playing Glastonbury soon. Yeah, why not? We're playing Where? tomorrow. Glastonbury. Oh. Okay. <laughs> music festival. Is it a, um, I, I don't know. I'm just huge music festival. Um, they do it like every few years. Taylor's on. Uh, I don't know. What was it? Uh, cool. Yeah, I'll do it. Anyway, sorry. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'm going to have to go look that up. No, I'm, I'm sure most people watching know what it is. It just... They're all these that, idiots. That, 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 I thought you know, they played that, music. Like, it's <laughs> it's in the UK, yeah. right? Like over towards... Is it, I answered him. I've watched the videos online of like the huge festival they do. I think uh, Glastonbury tours where the Holy Grail was supposedly buried, and so but they have like 13 acres of these farmlands which they just take over for campgrounds and bands to play. Oh, nice. But right. they don't do it every year because they let the grounds uh, regrow and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. in between. Oh, that's the video we were watching. We were watching Royal Blood play there. Oh yeah. I went there one year and saw like Courtney Love, saw um, Bush, saw. A few other people can't remember. What's that? Twenty eleven Bush was two separate things. Yeah. Same thing. He just saw one band. Yeah. I just maybe Courtney was there and she didn't have pants on or something. Yeah, and that was the traumatic thing. So I remember I saw Bush. Traumatic thing. Bush. Too much. So much Bush. I feel dust in the room. That makes me sad. So also, who do you? Look for inspiration. Who, who, do you look, who, who, who bands, what musicians, what do you... Who inspires yeah, us? Yeah, what's, what's big to you? Like what's, musically? Right. Um, gosh, there's so many. Getting that sentence out. <laughs> Getting the hello. Yeah. Well, right. See, well, I almost feel like you and I might be taking it differently because I think there's like who inspires us as, music, as musicians and who inspires us is like what's our bar for success. Oh, I see. Hmm. I have a lot of different bars for success. Mine are usually very high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like mine are like... Uh, they'll probably never be achieved, you know, because once you achieve, yeah. they keep growing, right. which is something I have to keep in check. But um, I don't know. You seem like you have a more concrete answer on that one right now. Oh, man. I, I mean, probably the guy that's on your hat. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely mm. one. All right. Mostly to cover up my bald head, but de- definitely an inspiration and a bar for success is Harlow Sweetwater. Okay. So uh, Harlow Sweetwater is a guy that we started following several years back. And he's out of Orange County, and he's one of the best blues players that I've ever seen. And I'm, I'm a blues dinner. Nice. So, I love blues. He's, mm-hmm. he's incredible. If you do, I mean, check him out. He'll blow your mind. Will do. But he, he's a huge inspiration to me as a guitar player and as a songwriter. And he's but, so um, nice. Yeah. He's so nice oh, to he's us. Oh, sweet. Fine. Even when we were a little nice. baby band, he was still so nice. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll hit him up on Facebook, and I'll be like, hey, like we just recorded this track. Can, can I get your input on it? And he'll be like, yeah. So, huh. Yeah, he totally interacts. Oh, wow. so it's really yeah. rad. Yeah, That's cool. amazing. And he recognizes his head shows, and he's just, he's just the nicest dude. All right. That's great. His bar, as far as bar for success, he's totally my bar. Okay. Because you know, he's, is he filthy rich? No. But he's he's doing it enough to, it's his full-time living. And a comfortable living. He's not living out of a van. So he's filthy happy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, also seems like he's earned the admiration of his peers, which he I mean, that's yeah. something that oh, yeah. one can only want to achieve in your field, right? Right. So. Yeah. yeah. He's, he, he's great. He just a nice guy, all around real, well-rounded individual. So we try to see him and support him anytime he's in town. Nice. And I encourage everyone else to do the same. Harlow oh. Sweetwater. I'll, I'll, I'll be looking it up uh, as soon as we stop these cameras. Yeah, I'm going to check it out as well. 
Yeah. Okay, so okay, I'll uh, check it out too. <laughs> <laughs> but if you could just send me the link so right, I don't have to yeah, do so much work understood. and remember this, that'd be great. Inspir- Inspiration-wise, I got a lot of different people. I mean, yeah. Z- ZZ Top is probably my number one. Okay. Oh, uh, cool. Bill- Billy Gibbons is, to me, the best guitar player in the world. Um, everyone who plays guitar probably says Slash. Okay. Slash. Yeah. Um, but I like a lot of old blues too. I like B.B. King, Albert King, Freddie King. Steve Ray Vaughan. Nice. Yeah, you know, but I like some new stuff too. I really begin into like, because I'm not in a blues band or a country band anymore. Like we're playing more just kind of in your face rock and roll. Okay. It depends so on the song. Like sometimes it's alternative rock. Sometimes it's more bluesy. Sometimes it, yeah. it goes all over the place. Well, one thing I found with me as a guitar player, is, and she knows this too, because she gets frustrated. Like anytime we go into a song, like, hey, I have this new song, and we we jam it out. I play blues. Okay. Sometimes like, it doesn't work. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't fit. So I've been trying to listen like Royal Blood, even though there's not a guitar, it's just a bass in the band. Has mm-hmm. been like I've been listening to a lot of them. System of a Down. Nice. Um, yeah. AFI. We've been listening to AFI a okay. lot lately, nice. just to like switch it up a little bit. All right. There's also there's a band in LA that I like to a lot. They're called Dorothy. Just Dorothy. That's the only word. But okay. I really appreciate their style of music and like what they do business wise and stuff. I really like them. All right. And I really love Lacey Sturm from Flyleaf. Okay. Just because she has a message, you know, and she puts it out through her music, and I really love that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's important. I, I love that. So as, as far as uh, people finding you, you have, you have a website, you have social media, which you're we in charge of, I guess? all of it. Yeah. Well, okay. we're, we, we go back and forth. Okay. But yeah, our Instagram is just Graves and the Bad Weather. I don't know what. Which you can at. find here now. <laughs> which yeah. you can find yes, here. It's going to be here at the Facebook. bottom. Facebook. <laughs> slash Graves in the Bad Weather. Website is gravesinthebadweather.com. We're on Spotify, so if you want to follow us, we're going to be putting new stuff out this year. So it'll all go up there. We have a YouTube. It's not that good yet. <laughs> we're still working on YouTube. Well, you've seen all the shirtless stuff. Don't go to YouTube yet. <laughs> no, go, go follow us, but we'll just make it better. What? So what will the YouTube channel be? Will that be like live performance clips? Um, yeah, we're working on making a music video right now. Nice. We're getting some together. We just have some We have some live videos that we can't figure out how to take down right now <laughs> that we want to take down. But I should probably ask the podcast we'll guys. Oh, well, I'll show. ask yeah. you, yeah. yeah. But no, follow follow the YouTube. Just yeah. wi- be patient with right. us. <laughs> and tour dates will most likely be put on your website first? Is tour dates are on all the social media. Oh, okay. Yeah. So where else? Bands in Town, too. Yeah, Bands in Town. I mean, if you want, that may be the easiest way is if you follow us on Bands in Town, you'll get alerted anytime we play a show close to your area. Yeah, that's oh, the easiest really? way for live shows. Yeah, nice. For Bands music, probably Spotify. Yeah, and that's a great thing for bands, too, because, I mean, if you live in L.A., if you live in Albuquerque, New Mexico, if Graves in the Bad Weather is playing by you, you'll get You'll get alerted. That's From this link right here? From this link right From that here. one. That's so easy. Bands in Town. Bands in Town. As you can see. Yeah. But Instagram is probably our number one social media. Yeah, Instagram, we... You're gonna do Instagram every day. We update it. So, okay. Yeah. Get to see a lot of pictures of the uh, shirt and the space player. <laughs> and a lot of oh, selfies Adam. from me. <laughs> He's going to take, take, take his phone out right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. I knew it. But yeah, the, ne- the next show we're really promoting right now is a single release, like I said, on March 2nd. And w- oh, we're playing the Riverside Prom at Back to the Grind on the 17th. 
Okay. Right? Yeah, that's a cool. That's yeah. a cool little event. It's almost like prom but for adults. I was about to ask, like a prom, yeah. actual prom. No, it's not an actual yeah. prom. It's like every adults can come. It's yeah, like just I want to go, but that feels weird to sneak into a prom. No, it's basically a party. <laughs> yeah. It's more like a full-on prom. Like everybody dresses up. What? Oh wow! Like there's punch bowls. All right. Dancing. I need. I need to go. I need to go to there. Maybe you can put something here with all their dates they're going to be playing at them. It's also there. Make more work for him. It's okay. There will probably be more by the time this goes up. But for now, these are the. It's going to be scrolling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I mentioned this, there's a scroll on my face. Okay. Yeah, on here. Okay. <laughs> wow, look at that Giant face. Giant logo. Right there. On here. Oh, yeah, ripping the shirts. Yeah. We have oh, women's, yeah. women's tank tops and men's t-shirts. I'm surprised he's not wearing a woman's tank top. <laughs> it's underneath this one. Oh, okay. Training bra. I understand. Only the finest shirts do. If you yeah. want them, they can be found at gravesinthebadweather.com. Mm-hmm. It is comfortable. I wear this. Um, actually, today I couldn't find it because it's I washed it. Right? It, it. Yeah, it's a tank it's so top. It it's a racer bag and yeah. like. I have been wearing it to practice a lot. My beach skates, like nice. I just—it's really comfortable. I even wear it because they're so comfy, and it looks totally weird with me wearing my own band shirt, but it's so comfortable. No, no, it's, it's nice. <laughs> As I was putting it, I was like, oh, right. <laughs> yeah, it, it fits like really well and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like good, it. It's good. not just some band shirt I got, yeah. but I'm like, okay, it's PJs. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is now. All right, ready to go. Yeah. So uh, thanks so much for stopping by, hanging out with us. Yeah, it was thanks for having us. Good, good time. And uh, make sure you check out their stuff because, goddamn, it's great. Uh, the, the live show again, awesome. Uh, I had ups and downs uh, with it as we, as we already talked about. The, uh, oh, the crying, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> during your singing yeah. and during the shirtless uh, portion, we'll, we'll make you cry. Yeah, right. And then uh, if you just get too sad, you just look over to the the, the bassist. Uh, uh, so up, emotional, right? such an emotional yeah. experience for you, I'm sure. She, her, her voice is so beautiful, and look at that guy. Yeah. No, you got some pipes, damn. Thank you. Because uh, yeah. I've been listening, I haven't seen you in my car since oh, okay, I heard yeah. from you guys, and uh, I don't know how you, you're not hurting yourself as, as you're doing it. I have to watch it, yeah? definitely. Okay. Yeah, on days that I do, we do a big show. I have to, you know, drink a lot of water, make sure I'm not yelling because I. Have a lot. I'm loud, so I have to make sure I'm talking quiet the whole day. Okay. Like I definitely have to take care of it in order to do that kind of belting and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you do like a tea and honey thing or something like that to pamper your throat? I probably should. Yeah. I don't really, just because we're usually out, you know. So, you know what? What did I do the other day? Oh, I ate Nutella because it felt like honey. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best reason I've ever heard like Nutella ever. It made my throat feel better, though. <laughs> wow. A little Nutella will cure anything. Endorsed by Grace in the Bad Weather. Nutella, yeah. it's basically honey. <laughs> Go to Nutella.com. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, but it doesn't shock me. No, it's yeah. delicious. Yeah. And it was also great hanging out with you guys after the show. Uh, yeah. Uh, I got to see Taylor smile, which was... Which was <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, It'll happen. Yeah, because it, it was weird, because as you're playing, as I said, you're in the, in the mode while you're playing and whatnot, and then after the show, I just, I, you have a smile like, ah, I can approach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, he looks er- scary, but he's not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and everything had, like, gone gone great for the show and everything, so I'm sure he was just relaxed. Yeah, yeah. Point, so after. You know, I told him, like, as soon as I get off stage, I'm getting drunk. Yeah. No! <laughs> you gotta drive. That's what Uber's for, or Lyft, or something. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> today we're talking about the NAMM show. Uh, <laughs> two weeks ago, not, she thinks I'm getting drunk today after this. No, oh, no. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Here's your, your, your Nutella. Here's right. my beer. <laughs> no promise. Everyone. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Yeah, uh, go check them out on the on the website on the social media. And uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks yeah. for having us. Yeah, yeah thanks for awesome. having us too. This no, appreciate fun. it. Appreciate awesome. it. This bar is impeccable. Right, it's so, so <laughs> nice. It's so <laughs> nice. <laughs> right, so All that best. dust. It's a, it's a very exclusive location, though. You see. I mean, all the so. yeah. I rent the whole place out when we come. Next time we we'll right. we'll see if it gets more dust. <laughs> 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 I'm sure it will. I think it will. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's about to get real okay. dusty after the show, too, when we uh, talk. <laughs> yeah, uh, go to our website, ratpackpodcast.com, ratpack.productions. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, it's all, it'll all be down there. Uh, Ratpack Rat Podcast and Ratpack Productions, because we have identity issues. Uh, <laughs> we'll be fixing soon, hopefully. Uh, yeah, thanks for hanging out. And, uh, yeah, until next time, I'm Adam. This is Jen, Joel, hey. Graves, and Taylor. Leandra. <laughs> <laughs> Leandra Graves. Leandra Graves. Taylor Beresoff of Graves and the Bad Weather. Yes, Graves and the Bad Weather. Yeah. Graves and the Bad Weather. There we go. <laughs> okay. Thanks, guys. Bye.